Absolutely sick and tired of getting fucked and having my wig just slip and slide. Like when I was fucking up, fucking up. When I was fucking, when I was fucking up. When I was fucking up. When I was hooking up with this guy uh, this past week, every position we flipped to, I had to grab my wig and quite literally like put it back on. Because <laughs> it would be like, <laughs> I'm picturing you like riding like. A mechanical bowl, and your wig is just like hopping up in the air. You have one hand on it and one hand on the bowl, but you're like low key killing it because you've actually been on the bowl for like twelve full seconds. And twelve full seconds, but I'm like not focused on the bowl. I'm solely focused on keeping the wig on. Oh my god, maybe that would be the key to be like really good at bowl riding. Is to dissociate while you're having a like mind out of body experience. live in like paralytic fear that your wig's gonna fly away oh my god absolutely <laughs> well but personally i missed the chunks of glue in your hairline so <laughs> she's bad oh my she's god girls back. girls case and face i had it was bad i would go out and there would be chunks of glue we're just gonna call this a hairline. gentle slide right into the gape down and you're gonna start with the weave oh my god real quick just oh like my god, real, real quick. quick so i got a weave <laughs> That's it. That's the story. I know how we've been talking about it for a while. And it was an actual fucking disaster. It was a disaster. It was really bad. It wasn't because of the texture of my hair. Let's be clear. Like, the install was fine. The install was great, felt good, didn't hurt at all. What was bad was pretty much everything else. (laughs) Was like, first of all... It was supposed to natural. was supposed to match my natural hair color, and it ended up being like purple and red and pink. The bundles, and then this woman like got this hair from Party City. It was bad, and then <laughs> she tried to like blend the long hair into my shorter hair because we had a leave out, and she quite literally just like chopped the sides off. I liked the chopped cut. It it was giving like. Bushwick. It was giving Bushwick. It was giving. I was gonna say like forty year old woman. Oh. Sexy, mature, MILF. mature, so, MILF in Bushwick. The next day, and it was sad because we were kikiing, we were having such a nice time. Like I really, really like her. And so the next day, I went back to her, and I, she was like, "Oh, like, what if we like dye your natural hair to like match the bundles?" I'm like, "No, no, 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 no. that's not the solution. We have to take this out." <laughs> yeah, this. And is- she like fully apologized, gave me a refund, and I'm gonna try and get a weave again. At first you don't succeed. Weave, weave again, baby. I'm going to try having my wig guy cut and color it, the bundles, before I get it installed. Is that, like, intuitive? Like, can he cut it? Well, I don't think he's going to cut it. I think I'm going to get it colored, have it installed, and then if I want it cut, I'm going to have him, like, do some trimming. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? Because when it's on my head, then you'll be able to cut it. I think that makes more sense. Yeah. So, other than that... Oh, and it was sucks because like there was this one guy that I was like once again we were having sex my wig was slipping and sliding bitch and I was like don't worry next time you see me I'm gonna have a weave <laughs> and did you say that I so said that ah! and he didn't text me back <laughs> Dakota if you're listening 
Um, Dakota's a great name. Dakota's a hot name. Oh, right. This is on my list of the Gape Down. I hooked up with a 21-year-old. His name was Dakota and he was 21? Yeah. 21 army guy who's so fucking hot. Like, one of the hottest guys I've ever hooked up with. Like, I told him, you should absolutely model. And this little whatever was like oh, this is like the third time this week someone said that to me. And I'm like, okay, you can leave now. You can what? Get out of <laughs> but, but honey, I, no one is saying that to you. No one has so, ever said that to you in your life. What was so enriching about, there was two things that were really enriching and enlightening about that experience that I had with this 21-year-old. One, he was unabashed and like proud to be with me in public. Like he met me at the bar. He like drove down from... Albany got into New York at 1030 found me on grinder immediately came to twins was all over me at twins it was honestly so great it was making the bartender jealous about I like flirt with yeah as he should and we go back to my place we hook up it's so incredibly hot we're having sex for hours I this is the second part where I feel enlightened I don't know we've talked about this earlier but how many times have you thrown up in your mouth while sucking dick in one sitting. And if the answer is more than three, Jeep, you have a problem. I do have a problem because I reached a new goal of six times. I Are we going to call mouth. that a goal? <laughs> Are we going to call that a goal? I don't know what we're going to call it. But literally when everyone was An like... An unfortunate and terrifying precipice. When I <laughs> polled people on Instagram, they were like, bruh, like... We stop at like two, maybe three max. And I'm like, I, I could have stopped. a really good like three strikes you're out situation. I agree. And I just didn't think I was supposed to stop. And let me tell you, I am the throat goat. <laughs> I am the throat goat. Is I this kept to say going. That he's hung or violently face fucking you? Both. Or, okay. Well. It hit parts of my throat that I didn't know existed. Love that for you. And it was the first time in a long time a man reached that deep I will me. say like. 99% of the time you fuck a 21 year old it's literally terrible because they don't know what they're doing but that 1% of the time they're like in that state of like just like raw sexual hunger that is like just doesn't exist in your mid-20s oh it was incredible the only thing that was a little off-putting that like I was just too in the moment to criticize at the, at the time was I was like, do you eat ass? And he's like, I love eating ass. I'm like, great, we're in business. He goes, but I don't eat trans girl ass. Uh, what? Did I tell you that? No. Isn't that? And I was just so like, I I, I can't engage in a debate right now. I, just I don't can't. even know what that means. What does that mean? What is the difference? I'm also like infinitely, sh- I'm so sure that a trans girl by and large has a cleaner butthole than a cis woman. A cis gay man. Oh, Oh, yeah, that too. Did he mean he eats cis woman's ass? Yeah. Oh, that's gross. Because he's straight. That's just... Sorry. Oddly transphobic. Yeah. When you said that, I figured I was like, are you... I just like, who eats ass? Like, do cis women get their ass ate a lot? All the time. I guess they do. Yeah. But like, I also wouldn't trust that because like they never like, okay, it happens all the time. Sure. But it's not like happening with any sort of frequency that it's happening for you and I like, yeah, I'm sorry. In a list of like trans women, cis gay men and cis straight women, like cis straight women are third place on like likelihood to have an ass ready for eating. Period. Honest to God. And that's what's been so interesting and so weird about me dating like all these straight men now is because straight men just don't eat as much ass as gay men do. And I miss it. 
I miss getting my bussy just lick, lick, licked. <laughs> Slurped up. Slurped up. Do you like when they suck on your hole? Yeah, sure. Why not? What about when they chew on it? Mm, my hole doesn't protrude enough for it to be chewed on. That's not true. If you just push, it can happen. If you just push, it can happen. <laughs> no, I've never been. I've never, my asshole has never been chewed on. I've had mine like nibbled on a little bit and let me tell you. Life changing. Um, the last thing. Other, like, okay, quick one. I topped a twunk the other day. Tongue twister. Tongue twister. He begged me to fuck him. Was just like, oh, fuck me, pussy. Oh, fuck. There is just nothing hotter than that. I'm I was sorry. like, okay. <laughs> sure. Um, but I also have a huge crush, unfortunately, right now, on this guy that we're calling Pool Boy. Mm-hmm. Pool Boy. PB. PB. He is an open relationship with a woman. And we were literally talking on Tinder. And I was like, what are you doing tonight? He's like, nothing. And I was like, come out and play pool with us. So he kept, came out, met us to play pool. We were just inseparable the entire night. The, comp, the chemistry was electric. He's really bad at pool. He's not really bad at pool. He was pretty good. He just didn't carry as hard as I did. He didn't carry. Um, what he did carry, though, was every time we went to the bathroom like three times to hook up. Raw sexual energy. And he did a line off my dick. Which was so electric. And then afterwards, Were he was like... Were you hard? Was I hard? Yeah. Yeah. I, I've never done that. Either received or... No. I've never done head off a cock or had... What am I saying? you never <laughs> done blow off what, a cock. What words are coming out of my mouth? I'm I've never sure. done blow off anyone's penis or anyone doing blow off my penis. It's honestly really exciting. It sounds really fun. It's really fun. And he was like, whoa, I've never done that before. Like, that was like the kinkiest shit I've done in so long. And I'm like, Hi. yeah. And here's the thing. He has a crazy thick Tom Selecian mustache that I'm he does. so over the moon in love. And I'm like on these apps now, like furiously swiping, trying to find people with mustaches now. Oh, honey, you're mustache pilled. You know who else has a mustache? Who? Guess. Me. Not you. Okay. My dad. Uh. Freudian slip. You didn't <laughs> have to tell everyone that. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, there's gotta be some sort of like subconscious connection there, I guess. Is it my turn? Yeah, it's your turn. Period. <laughs> um, I feel like I have a lot of sexcapades I could update everyone on. Um, I just want you all to know I am sucking and fucking. I'm reaching sucking and fucking new heights. I do feel I will maybe I've said this before, but one of the things that's been really nice about being really sexually fulfilled in my relationship is I actually feel like it's made the sex I seek outside of my relationship a lot better because I'm way more judicious about who I have sex with. Absolutely. Because like, I think in general, I've always, you know, it's not like I'm fucking people I'm not attracted to, but like now I'm like, we got a vibe. Like there's gotta be like a, a chemistry and like a smoothness to the interaction that makes me like walk away truly like, happy right I can't just be like relieved or satiated that I've like had an orgasm it has to be like I like had an interpersonal interaction that wasn't necessarily meaningful but was like unduly positive um and that has unduly really what positive positive I thought you said a word I never heard of <laughs> <laughs> and I was like oh my god <laughs> I'll clock myself what was that one <laughs> 
Um, I I get that because that's exactly where I am right now when it, it comes to hookups. Yeah, and it's just it's like really nice. Um, except you're not like that because wait, crucial update that you have for the pod. I completely forgot, and it, it's so funny. Yeah, I'm single now. <laughs> We broke up. The giraffe is no more. The giraffe is literally no more. Slaughtered by poachers. Slaughtered by poachers. Evolution. That's not how giraffes got the long neck. Not how giraffes got the dog long neck. Someone recently told me that and it broke my heart. That was you. It was me. Jeep was one of those people who believed in the theory of evolution where you they the, the elephants just like stretched their necks and then it got long. The giraffe stretched their necks and it got long. Whatever. Whatever. Neither animal did that. Um, but we broke up. It was a mutual, it was time. It just needed to happen. It was very amicable. I have a lot of respect for how you both handled it. Um, I honestly really think it's amazing how in touch you guys were with each other and able to accept it. I do kind of miss him. I will say that. I, and I think you shouldn't. I think, you know, I hope sooner rather than later, you two are back in each other's lives in some capacity because he's a great person. Yeah. Um, who you deserve to have by your side. He's off the fucking wall on TikTok. So if you see him on TikTok, I don't know him. He's also on Grindr, um, but without the shaved head. Oh, that's funny. You saw him on Grindr. Mm-hmm. He recently ghosted Olivia Lux on Grindr. Who the fuck is that? She was top five on Drag Race last season. That's so hot. Yeah. Weird move. And he ghosted her. To be fair, I have actually been hit on by a prominent drag queen before. Um, and A, problem was I didn't know who they were but b they just bring so much personality oh yeah to like any and all interactions that they have which like in person would read super well but on grinder can feel really overwhelming because everyone you're talking to is just like who a was cardboard it? box i have no recollection oh damn it was only like post fact i was like look at this person who was like giving me the most and they were like that's a famous drag queen and i was like whoops <laughs> whoops um, Okay, but do I have any stories? Yes. Okay, the one story that I do think is just, like, really funny that I want to share is while I was in California visiting my boo, which, okay, aside, everything with the nurse is going super-duper well. We had a magical time together. Um, He's absolutely great. I feel like I've reached this point where I've just never had somebody so in tune with me in almost this like psychosomatic sort of way like today we were having this conversation and I could I was just like kind of like going down this road of like just talking about things that were just gonna like make me feel insecure in our relationship and like kind of being like a little self-destructive yeah and without having to have a conversation about it without him even I think realizing what he was doing he just kind of like clocked in on that and said something really goofy and like not really self-deprecating but just humanizing and it just made me like burst out laughing and then boom the conversation drifted elsewhere and oh, I kind of nice. had this yeah I had this moment afterward where I was like I really do do that and like these anxious spirals where like I start talking about things that are just gonna be that are just gonna like sabotage whatever like good place we're in right for whatever reason whatever insecurities are sort of boiling underneath and for him to like be able to like find those and like address them without having to talk about them explicitly it's like I don't know. It's just like a really nice feeling. That's special. Yeah, it is really special. And I think I've, you know, I, I've had that with friends before, but I don't think I've had that so like effortlessly with a partner. So it's uh, nice. That. Isn't it nice to enjoy those first moments of noticing things that you want and enjoy and things that you're going to be like, okay, like in my next potential relationship, like this is something I'm going to look for. Right. Exactly. Things you didn't even know you were looking for. That yeah. That present themselves and you're like, I need that. And I think that's the beauty of, 
of dating and allowing yourself to be vulnerable that I feel like a lot of people in our generation aren't allowing themselves to just explore what they want and like not they're being too selective mm-hmm. and thinking too far ahead and what they think they need and what they think they want. Mm-hmm. Go with the flow. Go with the flow. Speaking of going with the flow. So I'm in California. Me and the nurse have split. He's going out with his friends. I'm going out with mine because whatever. Um, and it's like a Saturday night and I'm smacked at this really amazing venue called Los Globos. And it was this like disco funk night. It was like super queer. We literally quite literally stumbled into this party. Like literally we're walking by and we were like, sure, like we're hammered. We just need to dance. And it was actually just a spectacular time. Mm -hmm. But so I'm there. And because we weren't planning on going out, I was wearing this like big wool sweater shorts and cowboy boots it wasn't a sweater it was like a zip up like it's sexy I promise but it's too hot so I'm just like I'm like that guy at the fucking party who's walking around shirtless because I was literally just like sweating buckets in this top yeah but it was drawing a lot of like fun sexy attention and so we're not upset and (laughs) this like faggot makes eye contact with me and he's really hot and I held eye contact for a bit too long and he just like mark love this literally love this energy marches up to me and just starts making out with me wow i know and he was attractive he was an attractive sexy dude and so after like five seconds i had to stop him because and be like and i was like thank you so much but i have to stop because a the reason i told him which is true uh me and the nurse in the time that i was in california had agreed we were just gonna like hook up with each other and like have a little moment to ourselves sexually so i was like i can't like really indulge this but then the second unspoken reason was this motherfucker had gingivitis how could you tell it because you can taste it you can taste gingivitis it tastes like death it was so horrible like it smelled so fuck gingivitis has a very distinct smell and it's putrid and really strong and it was in this man's mouth. Oh my god! <laughs> and I was like, ah! "That's insane!" It was insane, especially because like now it's just like you know it like it could be lurking anywhere. Like this was an attractive, put together man, and I was like, "You have gum disease." That's so sad. It was. I thought you'd be laughing, but you're just sad. And I know. Like, I'm just like, Fuck! wow. I, I, you know, you always hear about the perils of gingivitis growing up, and you know, I've never really encountered it before. And Dead I'm like, ass, brush your fucking teeth. No, because also, like, when you get it, it can take like a long time to get rid of. Not like a super long time. I don't think if you're just like diligent. I don't know. I've never had it, but that's why it, I'm not laughing. I'm like, inform me about gingivitis. Inf- tell me more. No, literally, like, be brushing those teeth. Twice a day, ladies. Like I didn't know gingivitis was so like potent and pe- like what's the word I'm thinking of? Potent. Is works? it potent? What's there's an prevalent? Not prevalent. What's the word? Po- not prominent. Mm. The word it starts with the P. It's like about a strong scent. Putrid. Is it putrid? Um, That's not what I'm thinking of. Pungent. 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 There we Pungent. go. Love. Pungent. Love. Thank you. A good exercise in P words today. Anybody play Wordle? Anybody play Wordle? (laughs) Spill today? Are you fucking... Whatever. We're not even getting into it. We're gonna get into it in a minute. Oh, that's right. We're talking about Wordle! (laughs) Um, Sorry. I love Wordle. (laughs) But anyway, anyway, anyway. The only other update I have is I'm a little worried I'm actually becoming too daddy. And this is gonna sound like a back... Like, I'm like trying to like soft flex. But like, I've just had a lot of men use adjectives to describe me lately that I'm not used to. Like... Muscular, nice, beefy, 
maybe nice. Um, bulky. Not sure that's so nice. Husky. I have actually heard husky. Did I ever tell you the time when I was in like high school or something? My Hold sister on, we're talking I- about my dysphoria? <laughs> 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 it's my turn go on no I'm i actually so have nothing more to say oh. anyway the point is i'm i'm cutting out milk that's it smart no more milk no more milk no more milk anyway your sister high school but a carney called my sister husky <laughs> and was that like it's so fucked up he was like you look pretty husky why don't you try playing this game <laughs> What was the game? And it was like a ball throwing game. And Fuck she yeah. was like, how dare you call a woman husky? <laughs> well, it's also like, you're, you're a, a carny. Like, you're a carny and you're a butch lesbian too. So it's like, come on. Yikes. I don't think I'd want a carny to like ever say anything to me, much less an insult. Much less an insult. That's much less. like life changing. It was weird because he was definitely trying to compliment her and it just was a swing and a mess. <laughs> but speaking of misses... Wordle. I'm so like, no, this is the issue. Like today with spill, I'm sitting there. Like I'd put in shill and I was like, what other fucking letter is going to make a goddamn word? And I'm like, spill. That is, what could that, what could that be? Spill. Spill. And I, I'm just like, it's like, you're literally like, this is a word I've never fucking heard of. And the word is could. Like, it's literally so frustrating. I thought what was really exciting was everyone getting Vivid wrong. I'm amazed. I murdered Vivid. Like, I got it so quickly. How many tries? Three. Wow. I got it in, I think, six. Because I exhausted every other letter, and I was like, well, I this is my only option left. I guess it's Vivid. Did you see a screenshot of the guy who had put all these words, and the only <laughs> yes. letters he had left were like, V, I, and g and like a d and he was like what word could this possibly be i was like my guy like i do not know what to tell you like i saw one replying to that tweet being like you don't follow directions literally you don't follow directions and just don't know how to play this game you don't know how to play the game it's it's the game of the century it's the game of the moment right now it's the game it is the game of the century i will be playing wordle until i die my streak is 48 which means i started 48 days ago because i have not lost a game of wordle and when i do it is genuinely going to be a bad day i had been playing word i'm my okay i have been playing wordle on a private tab so it didn't save that's my streak that's tough i finally have it in a public tab public tab non-private whatever it is yeah um and i am just waiting for the like the word to be something like you know lgbtq (laughs) (laughs) something faggy one of the early words was like tryst and this was like that's pretty faggy it was like one of the very first words so it was like before i played but i saw it on like an archive thing or whatever and i was like i don't think i would have gotten that one really there's no vowels it's Tris? a Y. It was a Y. I thought it was an I. T-R-Y-S-T. Oh, I wouldn't have gotten that. Yeah, tough. Tough one. That is tough. Also, everyone who's saying it got harder after the New York Times bought it, no. Oh my God, another great thread on my Twitter is about how that same logic is how people start believing in conspiracy theories. Oh. Yeah, because basically it's just like, it's basically just like a lesson in confirmation bias. Like you just like, 
only want to believe what you want to believe and you're like feeding yourself that narrative until the point that someone actually presents you facts like that's actually not true here's the source code you're wrong and then you're actually resistant to it because it's basically like my life is a lie and so this is how people fall down like QAnon rabbit holes basically it's like all of QAnon's theory Mm -hmm. like the logical fallacy a lot of it's built on is confirmation bias right and so then when you're like once you're like a critical like once you're just like a step too far it's like even if people present you like evidence to the contrary it's kind of like effort justification like you're like I can't have put in all this effort and put in like all of this like faith in a, a, a system or a theory of ideas and like it not be true. My friend was trying to tell me that there's like a New York Times wordle and the original wordle going right now. Well, okay. There's oh, two wordles. So this is, but like basically what happened was New York Times changed. It's not real. They're not really different. New York Times changed either five or six words in the Wordle list that they felt were too hard. So the day when it was aroma, it was supposed to be agora. But like they were like, nobody's going to know what this word is. So we're changing it to aroma. But if you're running an old like Wordle, but like I think basically on those days, it's kind of like a twofer. So like you can either get the old word or the current, the, New York Times edited word, but it's only five words. And so they're running concomitantly. Like Basically, my point is it's not harder. <clears throat> it's, it's not, not harder. harder. And if you think it's harder, stop listening to this podcast. If you think it's harder, please stop listening to this You're podcast. You're a liability, honestly. You're, a liability. You're literally it's a, problem. a problem. Now, we're going to go into something that's going to segue us into our topic. Well, that was kind of supposed to be a segue because we were talking about words that we forget exist. Oh, true. And let's but keep talking about things we forget exist. Let's keep talking about things we forget exist. Like, <laughs> like my cock getting bigger I never noticed you didn't notice I did not notice you didn't notice your dick got bigger when you I had mean, puberty I think I like I did but it wasn't until I was dead ass like 17 and I was like having sex with my lol girlfriend at the time and she was like you know you have like a big dick right and I was like I literally would have never guessed. No, I would not have thought that. Especially because, like, I was, like, in locker rooms from a very young age, like, being a swimmer and stuff. And so I always had, like, a tiny little pecker. And I would just, like, glance other people's and I would be like, well, my penis does not look like that. And so then it was just, like, I reached this, like, point of just, like, total aversion. And, like, I'm just, like, I'm not going to look at anyone. I'm never going to, like, size anybody up ever. So then by the time, like, I did engorge, I... (laughs) (laughs) By the time I engorged. I just didn't realize. And now I have a schlong. See, I also never noticed my dick getting bigger. However, I don't have a schlong. Mm, right. So you just, didn't, you just didn't notice by virtue of like... My sheenus is <laughs> a little below average. It's just a hefty clit. It's just a hefty fucking clit. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Other things you forgot. Oh my god! Next time you do coke with pool boy, you should just slip it in and be like, "I want you to rip a line off my hefty clit." My hat. <laughs> just see if like see if he straight face takes that. People call like I've had guys call my dick a clit before, and like I kind of like it. Is that gen- okay? I've had dudes have that happen, but like when I'm like in a dom sub situation, I like being feminized. So. Uh Like, one of the best orgasms I've ever had is, like, 
right as I was about to come, this daddy just whispered in my ear and was like, is daddy's princess going to come for him? And then I squirted all over the place. Hell fucking yes. Hell fucking yes. But like, obviously for me, there's not like a gendered component to that. There's like a question of just like power and control made into this person's fantasy. Fantasy, Yeah. Does that do anything for you? Gender affirm? It feels gender affirming. It feels less dysphoric than me saying dick or cock. You know what I mean? Like, especially I'm thinking about it, especially if I'm like topping. I don't feel, I, don't, I feel weird being like, you like that cock? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like, <laughs> I'm just picturing you so half hearted in the bedroom, like with some twink doggy style. And you're like, so you like that cock? So you like mommy's cock? You like mommy's sheenus? <laughs> that one works. We like sheenus. Remember? We love she sheenus. She has to get on sheenus merch. Sheenus is so fucking funny. Sheenus is really funny. Um, Some things I've also forgotten. One time I was in Trader Joe's and I was in line and I was scratching my ear and there was, my whole ear was covered in dry cum. Like dry, flaky, crumbly, noticeable load all over my ear. Like all over it. Like a web. Okay. Ew. Speaking of forgotten loads, I was in the gym. I think I told you this, but I did tell you this. I was in the gym. um, Commando, gray sweatpants, Totally forgot I got my ass beat by this, like, absolutely massive, super muscular, like, super hung bull of a daddy. Like, wrecked me. Really wrecked me. And this was, like, a couple days ago. And, like, it had been a while since I'd been, like, actually wrecked like that. Like, whatever. I'm in my top era. Um, And so I just didn't think about the repercussions. And it was, like five, six hours later. So I really wasn't thinking about it. And I'm in the gym and I just go to like eke out a fart and I just gush come into my, into my shorts and like sprinted into the bathroom. I was going to say, did you go to the bathroom after that? Because that sounds awful. Yeah. I was so afraid that it was like visible on my ass. Like on, was it? No, thank God. But I did have to, like, it was like, you know how sometimes you know that distinct smell of, like, cum that's been in your butt too long? You know, um, I don't. How do you not know that smell? I don't know that smell. You're telling me you haven't gone to, like, shit a massive load of cum and, like, like it's very pungent, as you'd say. Yeah. You just don't know. What? Well, I haven't. People don't come inside me as much as they come inside you interesting that sounds like a dig but it's not (laughs) well anyway i'm sure there's some (laughs) listener who understands that it's a very distinct smell and it was so strong in the stall i was like if anyone were to walk back here like they would know there's a faggot on the toilet oh my god it was like it was like so crazy and i had to do so much fucking wiping like everything was soaked with shit stain cum Uh, but then whatever we cleaned up and there was no stain and I went back to my workout that's (laughs) I hate that (laughs) I hate that so much I haven't sharded cum I was honestly just we like we were talking about gratitude we love gratitude I was literally just so grateful that like it didn't get on no one could see like I was I felt so re-energized by knowing that like I'd basically gotten away with like having a number a back end accident in the middle of the blink on gates that I was just like 
I'm living my best life and went and finished my workout. Things forgotten. Things forgotten. What do we do when we forget a guy's name? What I do when I forget a guy's name is I always try to introduce them to a friend. Exactly. Exactly. I'm like, oh my God, in, like this is my friend so-and-so. And then I'm like, boom, they say their, oh, this is my friend. My friend says the name, then they say their name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's no. the best way to do it. Or yeah. just ask. It depends though. Like I, first of all, it is fair play to ask if it's like you just met on Grindr, you're meeting up to have sex and like you forgot their name. You know yeah. what I want? I mean, and I used to get butthurt about that when I was younger. And now I'm just like, especially as someone who's like consistently forgetting people's names. I'm like, you just gotta like, whatever. Like we can like wax on and on about how like our society so atomized and like, uh, whatever that we like don't even fucking bother to like learn each other's names before coming inside each other. Whatever. I don't care. Like just, just like don't get, be fucking bitter when somebody forgets your name. However, I will say if you've met before or you're having like a more substantive interaction slash outing, you got to know the person's name. My, and I'm really bad with names. So my trick is to always like, I bring them up. I'm like, Oh, this is my friend. You know what? I'll let you guys introduce yourselves. Oh my God. That's so like cute. cut out any opportunity. Cause like, I'm always like, I talk so fast as you're all privy to, um, a word I'm waiting for on Wordle, privy. Privy. Privy is going to be a good Wordle word. Um, good Wordle, whatever. Um, but like, because I will always go, oh, this is my friend Amanda. And and then I like catch myself in my own fucking like faux pas because mm-hmm. I'm about to say a name and then nothing fucking comes out. That has actually happened to me before. And That's it's awful. Horrifying. Because then there are three people who now know that I don't know this person's name. Um. If you haven't caught on yet, our topic for the evening is forget. Okay, we're back. Sorry. If there was a rupture in your uh, gape universe, that was because Jeep hit pause. So <laughs> so excited to know what that sounds like. Anyway. Anyways. I've forgotten where we were. Oh, things forgotten. Things forgotten. Things forgotten. Meta. And there's one more thing we bef- we want to talk about. That we that I have forgotten. We've both forgotten. We've but both for you, forgotten. it is infinitely more consequential. For me, it's infinitely more consequential. There has been so many aspects of so shaving my whole body is kind of like a vaguely newish thing to me. <laughs> I've only been doing it for the past like what, like two, three, two ish years now, and like I stopped during COVID, and I picked it back up at like post pan lockdown, lockdown. Post- Sure. <laughs> Pandemic's still technically happening. Um, but it first started when there was a great, there were two patches on the back of both of my legs of hair that Reese was the first one to point out that I would miss. <laughs> and then it got worse. <laughs> there, um, basically, this guy was hitting it in doggy and he was taking a video. <laughs> on my phone like a few days no. later I was looking at said video super hot kinky I'm feeling the fantasy I'm just a whole we're having amazing chemistry and then I look in the video dead fucking center in the middle of my lower back is a patch a cabbage <laughs> patch of Ew. thick Ew. coarse lower back hair <laughs> That I just had never noticed before. And I'm thinking to myself, 
How many men have I had sex with who were hitting it from behind and were looking down that patch of hair and just thought, ew, tranny. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh my God. what? Like, were they thinking in their head, like, ew, like, this is like a, like a man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh my God. I know women have body hair and like everyone has body hair. It's not a big of a deal. But like, men are dense and fucking stupid. Like, do you think that these men have like... And they the, want you to look like a fucking infant. They want me to look like prepubescent and they want me to look like, like, like their feminine fantasy. You know what I mean? They don't want me to be... My actual hairy self. Well, you know? Jeep, Jeep does often forget she has a backside. The other day, she, which, first of all, caveat, not to toot my own horn, but toot toot. If, like, tell your trans friends when they miss a fucking spot. Tell them. Tell, tell them your fucking they, friends. Tell even, them when they look whack. Like, you, even, like, you're not trans friends. Like, be a fucking homie and let people know gently that they're looking, to, like, they're, they missed a spot. Like, Jesus. For fuck's sake. Like, perfect example. The other day, Jeep's brushing out her wig. She looks great. And she, like, is facing me. She's brushed out. She's like, how do I look? She's like, and I'm like, you look angelic. You look amazing. Like, you're serving. And she, like, turns to, like, look in the mirror, and I'm getting profile. And the back is just sticking straight up. Like, I've (laughs) not had a brush run through it in, like, God knows how long. Like, certainly not over the course of the weekend. And it was a Sunday. And I was like, honey. You just missed the back of your head, We gotta brush the back. We gotta (laughs) brush the back. Like, let them know. Let all your friends know. But... This has actually happened to me as well. And like beyond the sort of like question of like people having very narrow ideas of back hair, like I shaved my hole before going to see the nurse in California. And he, he lets me know, love him. And he's like, you shave your hole, but there is a, a patch of back hair still here. Hell yeah. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. And like, I'm a hairy person. So this is like, it's just like weird to have a shaved hole and then like a, a lower back patch. It's the lower back patch. It's it, literally it just really like sneaks it's just up a, on you. Yeah, it sneaks up on you. It's weird in isolation. And it's just like, it's a matter of consistency. You know what I mean? Like, I want to look like I really thought about how I'm presenting myself. You yeah. know what I mean? I want to look like I thought it through. Ain't nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. And yeah, I have a bad memory. Let's skip that. <laughs> we can also skip my art director of the PMA. That's that's a tough one to relive. Um, but let's talk about forgetting sex. Oh, Times you've forgotten when you've had sex with people. This is a bad one. Another thing that happened when I was in L.A. The nurse brought me to this, like, I literally don't know how to describe it other than a fag event. Love. Like, in Venice, nightmare. like, on, on the water. It was a nightmare because it was all of these, like, very clean-cut, super buttoned-up, gay men like in like exclusively like it was a total sausage fest it was just like not the vibe and like we just got brought there because his like prim and proper friend like wanted whatever point is we're there it's like not really my vibe so we're kind of like not having like we're having a fine time but like we're just like a little like on the fritz like yeah it's clear it's just like a social environment I'm like not doing well in and so I finally am like Okay, the nurse. Um, <laughs> that's fine. Oh, my God. We're just going to let that one go. Um, where I, I'm ready to bounce. I'm like, I'm ready to bounce. He's like, okay, well, like, I have to say bye to my friends. And so we corral everyone we're with. We go find his friends, and his friends are in this larger group of people talking. And this really hot guy, like, total, like, giving, like, total Venice, Cali, like, beacher vibes, like, long sandy like sun bleached hair Mm. like incredibly beautiful 
surfer bod like mm. bronze so like no i love other. a fantasy man a fantasy man like a, a just like a young fabio but hotter because he's not shaved he's not like he's not clean cut like he's a little scruffy and he's so so sexy and he keeps looking at me and i'm just like and jim like fuck <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, we were so good. We this were episode. so close. I'm so sorry. The nurse is like, whatever, having another conversation. And he just keeps looking at me and I'm looking at him and it's like getting weird because I'm like getting the sense of deja vu and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And I'm like, well, hi. Like, because we're standing right next to each other. And he's like, we know each other. I was like, do we? And he just like leans over and he's like, I fucked you in your orange bedroom in Brooklyn, New York. <laughs> And I was like, you did. You did. You did. And you know what? It was amazing. I literally said that to him. I was like, you know what? You did. And it was really fucking good. It's good to see you. And we like, we're having a conversation. Of course, like the nurse has like picked up on the, like something's fucking happening. And so I was like, God damn it. Damn and, I was, like, it. and I'm here with my boyfriend. And he was like very respectful. Like he was not like, like there was still clearly like a vibe. And it's, which sucked because like, he was just like beautiful. And I was like, I would love if me and my partner were at a place where we could just like have a threesome right now. He's not ready for that. Totally fine. But like, is it fine when you miss a golden opportunity like that? It is. And you know, it was so funny because I didn't have grinder the entire time I was there. And then I came home and I redownloaded and I found him in my favorites. And I was like, Oh my God, it really was you. (laughs) It really was you. It really was. Oh God. He was so beautiful. That little surfer motherfucker. Show me after. I will absolutely show you after. Um, this actually happened to me multiple times in LA because Nick went up to this waiter who I literally didn't know I'd had sex with, but Nick remembered I'd had sex with and was like, hi, we're mutuals on Instagram and you fucked my friend Reese. And, me, I would say that. And the <laughs> waiter dead ass goes, I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> and I was like, bitch, like, cause he fell off. Let me fucking tell you, like this man is not giving anymore. And I was like, dude, absolutely. You are, you are not allowed to, to forget, forget me. No. Like, I am, I am currency for you. Like you better cling to me with all you got. Whatever. Fuck. Forgetting people is tough. I had this, I had this message on Grindr where this guy was messaging me. He was like, how have you been? I'm like, what do you mean? How have I been? Like, do I know you? And he's like, yeah, like you sucked me off. Like blah, 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 blah. And then that's when I have to have the list. Why (laughs) the list is important. (laughs) Because then I immediately went back to my list, scroll down, see if this man checked off any of the notes that I wrote down. He did it. Apparently, he was someone I never wrote down. See, I think that's my thing with the list is like, first of all, like my number's so fucking high that if I had a list, it just wouldn't even be helpful unless I had pictures. Um, like what? I'm going to go through like the literal like Thousands. 25, 30, maybe 50 like Jose's I fucked like traversing South America. Like, no. Um but also, like, yeah, you in, invariably forget to put someone down. And then you're just, like, left with this, like, sort of ghost like, fuck. Yeah, this ghost fuck of this sense of, like, well, who am I forgetting? Whereas, like, I'd rather just acknowledge I'm forgetting most of them. I do think we should 
wrap up quickly with the final topic here. I agree. Because it's a good one. It's a really important one. It's I an think important one. All of you are going to want to hear. Get out your pens and papers, ladies and gentlemen. Because we're giving advice. We're talking about how to forget someone. How to move on. How to do it. And as Blanche Devereaux once said, the best way to get over a man is to get under another one. Caveat. Don't let them stay after you come. Don't let them stay you after you cry. come. You'll cry. You'll cry. You will cry. <laughs> I actually, in the brief like three-day period where the nurse and I had broken up, I invited this dude over to fuck, who was really hot. I'll also show you him afterward because he's also my favorites. Exquisitely hot, like Midwestern ex-football player with the, truly the nicest beard I've ever seen. Wow. Like close to the face, but really full, absolutely stunning ravishing man but really why I fucked him is because I knew the nurse would want to fuck him and I was feeling fucking spiteful spiteful as all fucking hell um love you though now boom um and loved you then too and I was just heartbroken um but anyway we fucked had a really good time and he was like asking me to hang out again and I was like this is really like what I needed right now because and Uh I did at the time I was like so validated to hook up with this hot ass dude who's like talking about hanging out with you again and he's like, yeah, you'd love my partner. Oh, immediate waterworks. I was like, like just the mention of him having a partner wasn't even like, oh, I'm so alone. It was like, I can't even think about no partnership right now. Not at all. It was so raw. It was like literally the day after. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh my God, you have to go. Like, <gasps> I would love to see you again, but something is coming up. I don't know what, but like you have to leave. And then just like got in bed and cried. That fucking sucks. It sucks. Like the thing about getting under someone is like, you kind of have to face the fact that you're you're using someone. And you know what? A lot of us are okay with being used. I love having sex with people who I just know I'm never going to see again. You know? Sometimes it's the vibe. And it's a good one. And it's fun. And, like, that can, like you can, you know, quote, unquote, use somebody without totally taking advantage of them and, like, leaving them in a place of hurt. But you have to understand that those sorts of sexual interactions become tools. I think when people fail with rebounds is when – and this definitely is something heterosexuals do, cis heterosexuals, is like they just start investing themselves emotionally in the next person they're having sex with. And it's like, that's not what I'm telling you to do right now. Don't do that. Do not do that. And if there's, we've definitely talked about this before, and I want to reiterate this concept because it really drove home a theory that my therapist had always brought to my attention that I could never properly digest until watching all nine seasons of Are You the One? Oh my God. And there's I'm, nine? There's nine. And the fifth uh, season was taken down because of a um Oh yeah, the, the one scandal. of the girls claimed she was sexually like she was like a forced to drink on her antidepressants. And there was whole to do about it. And like someone like apparently took advantage of her while she passed out. And she was blaming the producers. And the producers were like, we were just telling you to take your antidepressants. Didn't that also, didn't there end up being like, that wasn't really true? I don't remember. I don't either. But anyways, I always believe the woman, you know what I mean? But like, eh, there's no but. Anyways, the point of this, of the are you the one perfect match theory is that sometimes it's not you. Sometimes it's literally them. Sometimes you're just not a perfect match. Sometimes it's just the chemistry mm-hmm. just isn't there and you're bending over backwards to like make something work because yeah. there's like a few traits that you want. I think breakups are a really good time to sort of delve deep into exercising humility and be and like really trying to ask yourself like 
how much work was I doing to make this How much work was I doing? How much work was I doing? Like, how compatible were we really? Like, it's okay to, like, harp on the things that weren't working. It's going to make you feel better. It's going to humanize you and humanize your ex. Like, but also really just, yeah, be like, what was I doing? Like, how was I doing? Because, like, if you're in a relationship that's not working, barring, like, abusive relationships, like, I'm not even going to touch that, but, like, it takes two to tango. Like, you're doing something to maintain and perpetuate mm-hmm. a dysfunctional relationship. You always are because it's, like, two people, right? Obviously, I'm, I mean, well, ignoring, like, lines of power and power asymmetries, right? Like, let's just assume that there's some aspect of your relationship that you can probably look at and be like, you know what? I could have done that differently. Or I could have not done that at all. At all. And, like, that's really, I think, turning inward can be really nice. But I think other than that, turning inward, recognizing the chemistry, recognizing the power dynamics, taking being, what's the word I'm thinking of? Uh, Ownership, taking ownership. What's that? That's not what I'm thinking of. Introspective, Mm -hmm. really taking that time to digest and think about what's going on with you on your end of that spectrum. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, sitting with how you feel and speaking of ownership, taking ownership of what you've done wrong, but then, but not because like a lot of people make this mistake too. Don't take ownership of all of it. I do this when I, when a relationship fails, I consistently, I'm like, it's all my fault. Like I did all these things wrong. And it's like, it's not like there are lots of things that person probably did. It might be more them, you know, like you have to really, I think it can really help whether it be through therapy with friends, whatever, sifting through that relationship and identifying your faults, their faults, separating them out, and then being able to like build on them and overcome them in the future. Forgiving yourself, huge. Be so forgiving with yourself. Like let yourself cry a lot, sleep in, call out of work, eat junk food, like whatever's going to make you feel better. Like for if it's not wellness, it's not fucking wellness. You know what? For me, it's wellness. Like when someone breaks up with me, I'm like, I'm going to get as hot as fucking possible. And like, I start exercising a lot. That works for me. I do think it works for a lot of people. I also think it works for a lot of people who think it wouldn't work for them, but it doesn't work for everyone. Get in touch with like, just what's going to work for you and be okay with the fact that like, that's the thing that's going to work. And seek out community that you feel will help you grow. Like seek out those friends. If you don't have those friends, join I was going to say a bowling team. Don't join a bowling team. Don't join a bowling team. Do something cooler. Do something cooler. Yeah. Get involved with something. I mean, not just for the express purpose of talking to people because ain't nobody got time for you to roll up to their soccer league and be like, I just got dumped. Like, (laughs) no, no one wants that. No one wants that. Unless you're like an annoying cis white girl and you're at a bar and it's a gay bar. Oh my God. That would be great. Intramural sports for people who just went through breakups. Wait, that's a great idea. No one steal it. No one steal it. We're going to make that happen. A mind the gape singles only post breakup sports league must be out of a relationship within the last six months period. And want that to be the primary point of conversation. And you must be horny, horny and sad. Sad, sad, horny, intramural sports. Hot. 
Well, it's time for us to go and put that startup into action. If you'd like to be an angel investor, you can reach out at Mind the Gate Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Otherwise, we'll see you next week. The uh, girls, gays, and they. Thank you. The, those. Those. <laughs> Bye. Bye, team.